almost 15. Yeah, no, it was 15 years ago. Uh, somewhere around there, and I was trying to get to a half a million a year. And I mean, I put everything I had into that year to get to half a half million a year. And I never, I don't even know why, why that became a goal, right? Because I would never come close to that in any previous year. I never even hit four. And I remember getting to 493, 493, 494. I missed it by like six grand. And I mean, I was I was broken because uh, I, I set a goal. I rented this venue a year earlier, set a date for a party for it. I had it all over the house. I had it. I mean, I had everything. Here's the, here's the key. I tell my, you know, my mentor, hey, man, I'm sorry. I let you down. I let the team down. I missed it. Um, I, I don't know. And he just shut me up. He's like, bro, you were a mailman. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you only feel sorry for you. Right. Like, you're only in the top 1%. Hey, right hey, he hung up the phone on me. He was like, man, shut, he's like, shut up, man. He just hung the phone up. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I was a mailman. Like, but the thing is, you get into a different environment. Yes. You get around different it's people. Your, it's your circle, man. Your, your circle changes everything. Changes everything. You know, you talk about when is the right time to quit. The right time to quit is when you have the right circle. Hey family, you got to go to the website and check out Jack Design, just everyday creativity. I've known John Cook since he started this company at 14, but I've known him his entire life. He's been an artist his entire life. He's just 15 years of age. And Just Everyday Creativity or Jack Design isn't just an apparel company. It's an action. It's an attitude. It's an attribute. Because this young man puts his heart and soul into the apparel that we get a chance to wear. Whether it's the Empathy Collection, you feel me? I love that piece. Or whether it's the Masterpiece Collection, the one I'm rocking right now. Go check out the website. Don't forget to put Don't Quit 22 in the checkout and get a discount. Jack Design. It's impossible to stop a man or woman who will not quit. The, the, the We Won't Quit podcast is designed to help entrepreneurs who are feeling stuck by limiting beliefs and procrastination. That's right. You're going That's to hear right. stories and lessons from incredible people who've overcome setbacks to comebacks because they have the mentality and they refuse to quit. Refuse to Your host is none other than Mike Humes, mailman to millionaire the storyteller and leadership mentor helping you shift and grow in your entrepreneurship journey tune in to these episodes to get real stories from real people who've had real success are you ready let's go let's go let's go what's up family welcome to another episode of the we won't quit podcast right i know it looks very familiar uh because i'm back with these two uh mr martavis hillman mr alistair edwards my brothers excited to have these gentlemen uh, with you. You're going to see a lot of them. I kind of said that before because they bring so much value uh, every time we're having a conversation and we talk so often. And today we were talking about like when we knew it was time uh, to, to become a full-time entrepreneur. Right. And I know for me, uh, you know, I came from a background at the post office at which you were Grocery retail. Grocery retail. But you were in management, grocery retail. You didn't start out in management, though, right? You started nah, out. I started bagging groceries at 15. <laughs> 15. Oh, yeah. You was there for a while. 15. 27 years. 27 years. That's a that's a career right there, man. Yeah. Wow. You don't look like you did something 27 years just yet. Man, that's good. That's good. Congratulations. <laughs> I know it's easy to make this guy laugh over here. Martavis Hillman, how long have you uh how long have you been in the field uh, of choice? 10 years. And that's the uh Adult beverage adult industry. Beverage industry. Fancy that's, that's how he sounds. Fancy right? way of yeah. saying I sell alcoholic beverages for a living. Yeah. The adult beverage industry. Adult yeah. beverages. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know, known to work the Northeast Corridor. No, where are you at? Southeast, Southeast region. 
with my adult beverages. That's good. Yeah. Do we get some free drinks? We do. Oh, okay. We do. Right. Well, I, thank you. I'll stop right there. Yeah. But, 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 but seriously, talking about entrepreneurship, because even though we all have had careers, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and I know folks who are watching are always, you know, we're in a time where entrepreneurship is just everything. Everyone either has a side hustle or is working their way out of a career like never before. Like there's never been this many full-time entrepreneurs or and even part-time entrepreneurs. Everyone's starting a podcast. Everyone's, you know, in contact create uh, content creation or, or in a, a network marketing company or starting a home-based business of some sort. And it's always that, that point and that moment when you're trying to figure out, okay, when do I walk away? Cause I know my mindset when I delivered mail and I did that for five years, I started at 21, bought a house at 21, was making great income for a 21 year old with no college degree, right? Fifth year sophomore, right? That's if you've been watching, you already know that's my story. Uh, and, and so I, I never planned on walking away from that to go full-time, become a full-time entrepreneur. So when did you realize, Alistair, that you, that it was something you could do full-time? Like you were already making a six figure income, right? In, in the grocery retail business. So I, I had a plan to go full-time long before I did. And I think what, what, what drove me to that plan was realizing that somebody else was controlling my, my promotion, my destiny, you know what I mean? Yeah. I had watched my dad. Um, I mean, it was, so, it was, I'd have to tell you the whole backstory, but just watching my dad not get promoted just because he didn't have a college degree and then only to be told, go get a college degree so you can get promoted to now have a college degree and still not get promoted. And realized that somebody else was controlling, you know, I wasn't playing golf with the right people. And I, and so <laughs> it, it had nothing to do with my talent, in my humble opinion. And so um, that's when I knew, okay, I need to do something different. You know, I was tired of being passed around to go, you know, clean up stores, but never be, be good enough to be promoted to watch over those stores. Right. And so um, once I start realizing that my income on my part time um opportunity was matching my full-time opportunity. Um, I just wanted to make sure it was consistent. So I stuck with it for three years while both were doing six figures. So my 60 hour week corporate job and my part-time, um, 20 you know, hours a week was paying, <laughs> was paying, was paying, match that was, income was actually paying me more. And then by my third really? year was paying me that in what we call residual income. And that's when I was like, yeah, it's time to go so you can leave on your terms and leave with a good name. Because what I didn't want to do is leave on a bad reputation. So I left on my own terms. I, I wrote my own resignation letter for July 4th, purposely, Independence Day, right? Your true Independence, financial True Independence, independence Day. Day, yeah. And uh, that was my decision. So it was, it was on my terms. But I, I knew three years out that I was getting to that point. So you say residual income, though. So it's one thing to earn and... and Hopefully everyone, I shouldn't say hopefully, if you're not familiar with residual income, definitely look it up. And there's so many misnomers when it comes to residual income because people think that passive income Mm -hmm. is residual income. And especially when you look at the network marketing industry, obviously I've been involved in the industry for 25 years. I think I know a little bit about it. You know, you see all these different companies and things that are out there and most do not have residual income because residual income is I give you this product and, uh, and, and, for the life of you keeping that product, I continually get paid, even though I can only sell you this product one time. One time. time. Right. Yeah. That's residual income. And it's, you do it one time and it pays you over and over and over and over. Music industry, we call it royalties, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And, you know, where Michael Jackson's been gone for a long time, Elvis Presley, a long time, right? So many others, but their, their estate is still getting paid millions of dollars in residual income from a, a song they cut one time. Yeah. You know, I just saw something that said Mariah Carey has made over $60 million for that one Christmas song, um, All I Want for Christmas, Jeez. in the last eight years. And every year for the past eight years, it's been the number one Christmas song. Yep. Isn't that crazy? But she only recorded it once. Hey, <laughs> crazy. I need to record a Christmas song. Hey, hey. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's crazy. I don't know where to go from there, man. <laughs> All I want for Christmas is you, man. <laughs> so wait, but getting back to residual income, but hey, that's residual income. That's, yeah. So on your third year, so you had already, so you got six figures coming in corporately, six figures coming in. Uh, you know, through your your side hustle, right? Your business, and I shouldn't mm-hmm. call it a side hustle because obviously, legitimately, uh, not only have you earned a seven figure income from it, but now you've helped others to earn a six and seven figure from it, directly and indirectly, uh, which is you know uh, amazing. But the third year, you matched it residually, meaning if you didn't do anything else again, it was going to continually come in. So when I say my third year, my third six figure year, right? No, yeah. right. So Absolutely. it took me three years to get to the six figure mark, right? And then three years into so it. So year five through six. Yeah. I, I don't care if it took me year 50 to 60. <laughs> I mean, like, think about that. We're talking about being able to have a six-figure income that's going to come in no matter what you... And that's been, man, how many years? That's that's a long time. Uh, it was 2006. I know the year. Wow. When I started earning six figures was 2006 when my when I was residual income got past six figures was 2009. Wow. Hadn't been that bad since. I bet it hasn't, man. <laughs> I bet it hasn't. So this is why that's why this is your mentor over here, right? But 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 really think about all the folks who, you know, I was I was doing about forty thousand at the post office, which was great at twenty one, no college degree, right? Um, and my goal was just to match that, not in residual income, but right, just to be able to match that on my own terms where I could work. And I know so many people are looking to be able to walk away. What did it take? I mean, you know, we've talked before about just being willing, coachable, having a burning desire. But but how do you know when it's the right time to make that decision? How did you know? Uh, or did you ever make that decision? Now, did I didn't. They made it for me. <laughs> they made it for you. They made, they made that was it during the pandemic. Though, that was during the pandemic, yeah. Right. Um, no, I was... Um, I was incentivized. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was incentivized to go full-time, yeah. Um, I remember that call. Woo. Um, <laughs> Mr. Elwood, you remember too. I remember it well. You called me. <laughs> yeah. uh, but no, but that's the reason why I also went back, because I called Mr. Elwood, and he said, oh, no, 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 you're not done yet, right? Like, one, match it with your with your residual income, not just with your upfront income. Um, but two, he also taught me a lesson of, hey, even once you match it with your residual income, you can take what you're making from your full time and invest it, which is some where we talked about mentorship and coaching. Learning from failures is mentorship, right? Mm-hmm. He said, if I would have stayed with my job a little bit longer, I, I would invest it, right? So right. when that time come, I'm pretty sure one of you have been be the reason I quit. You, you'll tell me, hey, all right, now it's time to walk away. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I, I remember being scared to walk away because of benefits. Right? Yeah. Right. And, and I, I shouldn't say I was scared. I didn't know a lot. Of, I didn't see a lot of examples of people who had walked away from a, what's quote unquote a good government job. Like, you know, mm-hmm. the benefits were great. Um, I mean, they were working me like a ranch mule. So I, whatever that is, it looks like I was, I was working, you know, 70, 80 hours a week. So the benefits should have been great. But Man, I just I just knew when I got to a point where something had to change, and 
and I wanted to walk away, which was going to be the easier way out. Cause I, I told myself if I'm full time, if I could put a full time effort, if I could give them 60, 70, 80 hours, it was never 60, 70, 80 hours a week. There's no way just giving my business an hour or two a night. Um, and being able to generate more income. Cause there were months I was generating way more than I made the post office. Then what could I do if I was full time? And my mentor, right? I, one of our, our ultimately our mentor, he he would say, "No, you can't. Like I need you to be the example, so others will know that they can do it." And I was like, "I don't want to be the example. <laughs> like, I want to go full time." Because he was full time, yeah. And a couple of my other partners were full time, and they were already so. I mean, they they were quadrupling my income. But to prove that he was right, your example was my example. Yep. Wow. Your story was my example. Yep. Wow. Which led to my example. Mr. Edwards. Yeah, but why did I have to be? <laughs> Y'all don't know what I had to go through. No, I appreciate that. So for someone who is looking for that example, they're looking to to know how do you know when is the right time? And I know there's some some things that you need to have in place, some steps you need to have in place, a checklist you need to have in place. For us back in the day, what I remember most is we would tell folks you needed to have six months of income in the bank. I probably wouldn't say uh, in a savings account, uh, which is probably what we uh, were thinking back then, uh, but more or less an investment account, something that's going to earn you some money. But we would say, hey, you got to have six months. If you don't have six months, we're not even having that conversation. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely have to have some type of foundation knowing that, okay, one, you have to decide that this is what I'm ready to do. Right. That's, that's the, that, so um, when you quit a, full-time job that tells you what time to get up and tells you what time to punch in. And all, and then all of a sudden you now start an entrepreneurial experience where no one is telling you to get up and no one's telling you to punch in. No one's telling you to do the work. Man. It sounds good when you have the full-time job. Yes. It really does. But when you get that sudden freedom <laughs> and realize that you are your boss, it can make or break you. Right. So my first year of, of entrepreneurship, I was a terrible boss. Like I got lazy with residual income, like, right. And looking back, had I kept the same work ethic I had working for someone else, I'd have been making three times what I'm making right now. If I had kept that same intensity for those, those first two years coming out as an entrepreneur, instead of enjoying the freedom, I would have been three times where I am right now. And, and it's kind of, you go on you want to enjoy it like you're going to enjoy it because you're like i'm free like i, right. I have more yeah. time i have more free as soon as you said it the first thing that came in my head was dun, 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 like the sound of sports center <laughs> yeah. because i was like man i never knew sports center came on back to back, back to, to back, back to back, to back. <laughs> until i became a full-time entrepreneur because i could watch it and guess what you watched it, I watched it. <laughs> Same highlight you back saw the last hour. Yeah. right and, and we all fall into that habit right, right. the comfort Right. And and you said, you know, you make a decision, but I, I would say ask yourself why. And if the why is not bigger than the time freedom, don't do it. Right. Because you, you that's going to come. Right. If so, when when I walked and this was before I stepped into entrepreneurship, I just in episode three talked about it. Um, I walked away because mentally it was draining. The that, job. The job. The job was mentally draining me as a person. I woke up every morning with a knot in my stomach. I hated going. I had to walk away. I quit two week notice. No, no, no side, no plan B at all. Right. right. <laughs> right? So um, 
That was at Coca-Cola, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't want to put them out. Like, oh, nah. my bad. But my yeah. bad. That was at the soda company. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the adult and child now. <laughs> yeah, right, right. But yeah, no, that was at Coca-Cola where um, I mentally I had to quit. I didn't have a, a plan B. Um, but at this stage where I do have a plan B, I think that that reason for walking away will have to be bigger than time freedom because now I do have time freedom compared to what I didn't have two, three years ago. Oh, you have a lot of time freedom now. Yeah, I, I'm sitting here with you. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, really, like literally, you decide what time you get up. Yeah. You decide what time you go to bed. You decide what you do basically in between. And I watched you do it around working your 40-hour uh, business. Yeah. Yes, sir. And create a six-figure income. By the time folks see this, it may be a multiple six-figure income. Um, while still holding down that job, which is why this is such a good topic because you've been able to do both. So how do we tell someone, you know, hey, go full time because, you know, it, it may work for you. You know, jump off the mountain and grow wings on the way down, right? You know, from, some folks have that mentality. And if you are looking at social media, it that's all you hear. All the memes, all the soliloquies, yeah. all the analogies, everything looks good when your mind is fixed on this is what I need to do. So it kind of goes back to mentorship and coaching, being able to have someone to say, uh, you know, don't do it. You know, like like that's what happened for me. Just think about this, though. So think think about you walk away from your job to go full time in entrepreneurship. And entrepreneurship has its ups and downs, just like a job. Just the ups are better than when you're up at a job. Right. Um, it can be. It can be. Right. Right. Uh, but. In your down moment, you have to go back to work. What you feel mentally is I failed at, you know, I, I failed at entrepreneurship because I had to go back to get my nine to five. So it's. I failed at entrepreneurship because I had to go back to get my nine to five. Meaning if you become a full time entrepreneur, you left your job, it doesn't work out. And you now have to go back to that same job. Right. It's a little difficult to do that. Yeah, and, and it's not that you failed. That you, but we look at, and you said, the social media, you know, may, will have you thinking like, <laughs> you have to be full time. But don't, I, don't set yourself up for, for a mental breakdown of thinking you failed. Because, I mean, I have down months in, in, in entrepreneurship as well, but... It's a I, different kind of down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. I think, I, like, I remember having a down month. And uh, I don't know who I was talking. It could have been you. It could have been it, it, it was just, me, Raleigh. <laughs> and he was like, man, <laughs> my, shut up. Like, my best month is your down no. month. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Not at all. And I remember going to one of our mentors, though, and telling him, man, look, I, I failed. I missed my goal. This is what I set to hit. And, and I put it out there. It was, it was, I don't know. 15 years ago, almost 15. Yeah, no, it was 15 years ago. Uh, somewhere around there, and I was trying to get to a half a million a year. And I mean, I put everything I had into that year to get to half, a half million a year. And I never, I don't even know why, why that became a goal, right? Because I would never come close to that in any previous year. I never even hit four. And I remember getting to 493, 493, 494. I missed it by like six grand. And I mean, I was I was broken because uh, I, I set a goal. I rented this venue a year earlier, 
set a mm-hmm. date for a party for it. I had it all over the house. I had it. I mean, I had everything. Here's the, here's the key. I tell my you know my mentor, hey man, I'm sorry I let you down. I let the team down. I missed it. Um, I, I don't know. And he's just shut me up. He's like, bro, you are a mailman. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you only feel sorry for you. Right. you're, like, you're, yeah. like, you're, you're only in the top one percent. Hey, right hey, now. He hung up the phone on okay, me. Man. The he's like, man, sh-. he's like, shut up, man. He just hung the phone up, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah. I, I was a mailman. Like, but. The thing is, you get into a different environment. Yes. You get around different people. It's, it's your circle, man. Your, your circle changes everything. Changes everything. You know, you talk about when is the right time to quit. The right time to quit is when you have the right circle. Because mm-hmm. the right circle won't allow you to quit. Quit. Sooner. Yep. That's it. God bless you. Good night. Like, that's it. That's, that's it. it. Right? That's it. The, the right, right time to quit is when you have the right circle. Yeah. Yep. Because your circle will tell you now is the time to quit. The right people will be like, okay, I've seen your activity. I've seen your results. I've seen what's going on. Now's the time. Or they'll tell you, no, your activity doesn't match what it needs or your foundation's not good. I mean, you're, you're, you, if you have the right people in your corner, they'll tell you when is the right time to quit. One, you'll feel it. Your inner spirit will start saying mm-hmm. it's getting close to that time. And then your mentors and your, and, and your, and, and your inner circle will, will, will confirm it. So how do you do that if you don't have the 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 hours, the not the hours to quit, but like you know, you could still you're still working full time, making a great income, working your business part time, you know, and and making twice as much, right? Uh, a six figure income. Some people won't even put in the twenty hours a week that you put in, that's paying you a six figure income, and they want to go full time when they still only have ten hours worth of work that they'll be actually doing. To generate that. So, I mean, that's how do you know when you have enough uh, like business? So let's say I, I'm selling T-shirts or I'm selling whatever it is. If I only have three customers a month that I got to go make shirts for, prepare them and ship them, I don't need to go full time at all. Because I think the thinking is the demand is going to come mm-hmm. as soon as I go full time. It's like when the teacher's ready, the student will appear, it, it, you know, it, it's already there. When I go full time, customer will appear. But that's the mindset. If I go full time, and it doesn't happen that way. Don't believe the hype. Right. You you've got to. Um, and it's funny you say that. Staying in my full time job helped me grow my part time business. Yep, that's where I met all my customers. Facts. Yeah. Think about story. it. When you go when you go full time, you're not out anymore. Nine times out of ten, you're spending more time at home. You can't. You don't make the money you were making, so you can't go to networking events or social events, right? right? It was my full time job that funded my entrepreneurial experience. That so it was your full time six figures that led to the part time six figures. Yeah, it was a portion of that good, money that allowed me to have the to to make the necessary sacrifice to say, okay, I'm gonna take the money I would do with this, right? It, it, it's, it's changing. Okay, I'm gonna take the money I would pl- use to play golf. Mm-hmm. And use that money to go to the national convention. Yep. Right? right. It was yep. the full time income that allowed me to play golf. It's that same full time income that said, "Okay, let me invest in the national convention." Mm-hmm. It was the full time job that allowed me to have the networking experience, to have the conference experience, to pay for the mentors, to pay for everything. To where now I was knowledgeable enough how to develop that into what we call entrepreneurial income. Strong. Had I had, mm. had I just said, okay, I found a great opportunity. Let me go ahead and quit and do this opportunity. I would not have been able to fund myself to take full advantage of the opportunity. Yes. Because I still had to buy a book of the month. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I still had to book a flight to go to the convention. I still mm-hmm. had to pay for a hotel room. Mm-hmm. That was from my full-time income. And inventory. Right. Remember, the inventory based on the type of business you I had. had to learn the business before I could be proficient in the business. I needed to fund that. So don't don't think, okay, I found a great opportunity. This is going to be the one. Let me just quit and jump into it. Well, how are you going to fund yourself in mastering that opportunity? I mean, a podcast, camera. Camera, camera, You mics. were saying, I'm going to be a podcast all of a sudden. You had a full-time job. Okay, now you quit. Uh, you still got to go buy the camera before the ads come, before it's you get a, any sponsors. It's a whole lot more than the camera. It's a whole lot. Bro. <laughs> I mean, it depends on how you do it. Yeah, but, but yeah, it's a lot of, there's a lot of, investments. Absolutely. Right? It's Absolutely. not something you just jump off the, you know, catch your wings on the way down. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, but some of you going to hit the ground hard. Mm. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, you're going to hit the ground real hard. <laughs> <laughs> so, so tell me, what would you say to someone who, and, and of course this is subjective because every business is different. Mm-hmm. Like there are a lot of opportunities. There are a lot of businesses, a lot of companies that offer, you know, training. At the, I mean, look, everybody's a coach right now but everyone's not a coach in the specific arena that they may be quote unquote coaching. saying that they can coach you in mm-hmm. and where it'll apply to you. Ask for receipts. That's all I can say. Ask for receipts. Yeah. If you're going to pick a coach, ask for receipts. Make sure that they've created success. I, I show me your success stories before you tell me you're ready to coach. Facts. Me. Hmm. It's true. Did you ask for receipts first time? You- no, I saw yeah. it in the profiles of success. That's what made me call. Oh, really? Yeah, and that's what made me call. And but so not for, only for those who are listening, it's a, a profile of success. Right. It's a uh, no, you good? It's a um, it's a it's a uh, annual like anthropology. It's a book that goes through success stories within uh, this industry, and it just shows those who have achieved high levels of success. So you actually got access to a profile of success, or it was online. It was or? online. Right. Oh, so it, he showed the success that he created, but he also said he was looking to create four more six-figure earners. I just want to be one of the four. That's all you wrote? That's all I wrote, man. man somebody, <laughs> I need to change my Key wording, my friend. Key wording. <laughs> I got to change my daggone profile of success. You got to know what the profile of success algorithms are. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. I just want to be one of the four. That's that's what made me. And you call. literally became one of the four. Like you, you became yeah. the, you became the next one. Yeah. Wow. All right. Can you give me a profiles over there so I can actually I need to <laughs> I gotta redo my my story. That's good stuff, man. So you saw it, manifested it, came to fruition. Obviously you put the work in. When the the pandemic happened, you lost your job. I remember the call, uh, not only to Mr. Edwards, but our conversations thereafter. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what's the first thing he said to you? When I told him I lost him, he said, you didn't lose anything. You, you just gained everything. You got your time exactly. back. Exactly. What's yeah. the one word that I said after that? I think he said the same thing first. Congratulations. Congratulations. Exactly. Yes. Like, man. Yes. That's, that's no. weird to hear, isn't it? It's the that, funny did part. Did you think we'd be playing? No. I, I, I wasn't as personally developed. Yeah, there family. you go. I wasn't. When they said congratulations, I had to look at my phone, put it on mute, say some things that I didn't want them to hear me <laughs> say, and come back and be like, okay, what do you mean congratulations, <laughs> right? Because, But, Mr. Edwards, you said something, right? You said, um, hey, your work ethic, I'm not, I'm not afraid of this uh, season in your life because I know with your work, e- work ethic, you, you'll make it happen. Mm. But not only that, here's, here's why I had to say congratulations. I had to keep your mind in the right place. Had I bought into your despair, it would have put you further in despair. 
like I lost my job. Oh, you lost your job? Right. Now we're both panicking. Right. Right? I had to I had to say congratulations with such confidence to where you <laughs> knew you were okay. Yeah. Wow. Now that's strong. That's strong. And that comes with uh experience. Yeah. Because if, if you weren't in that position, you know, if, if Ms. Evans wasn't in that position to be able to, to have seen it and know for a fact that you could come out of that and and come out on the other side of it, then he couldn't have said it with conviction. Yeah. 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 And I bought his belief because I didn't believe it. I'm going to be honest. I wasn't personally developed at the time. I, was, I, working re- on you. I was working on me. I was yeah. outside. I was standing on the steps in my apartment complex. I remember it. And I told him, he said, congratulations. Yeah. What do you mean? Congratulations! Yeah, I, you, hey, I remember you saying, "Man, I don't know how to, I don't know how to, I don't know how to tell Keisha." Yeah, you know, like, you gonna tell, you gonna tell. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, you gonna tell her? You, you ain't losing anything. You just gained everything. Now it's yeah. time to go to work. Four it's months done. later, now it's time to go to work. That's and it's key. time to go to work. And look, we're talking to entrepreneurs of all ages, yes. right? And and that's the great thing about it. So some may not be in that situation. Some are just looking to launch their business and find their way. I mean, look, you know, I'm, I'm rocking Jack right now, right? Just everyday creativity. One of my sponsors. He's 15. Entrepreneur, he's been you know an entrepreneur for over a year now, um, doing extremely well, right? I mean, I know you guys kind of wanted some of the yeah. The I was about to say, you know, Jack, <laughs> Jack, shout out to Jack, but uh, Jack is Alistair Edwards, <laughs> right? To you, right? Yeah, that's, that masterpiece collection, right, extra large, collection. just fine. That empathy collection is fire, but yeah. uh, but again, he's he's young, so he's still in school, right? And, and an entrepreneur, so still full time student, right? Right, time student. So that's that's my point, right? So. But he still spends his time. I see him on social media doing what he does. I see uh, he's still drawing because he literally draws out the designs. Um, I see him, you know, making sure he has the right manufacturer, making sure that the quality is right, uh, making sure that the items can come back. Because we're in a time now where companies don't have any products in in, in store. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Everything's sitting in a port somewhere. Yep. So if you're a full-time entrepreneur, that may not be something you're thinking about. You know, you're thinking about how fast you can get it, but it, your product back, but your product coming back isn't determined just based on you. Right? Yep. Yeah. So yep. all of that plays into making sure that you hold on to what you have, you know, as you, you work on, you know, creating what is to come. I knew right away my day job was not my destiny. Like I knew that. I knew it was something else. I just did. But I wasn't going to walk away from it. I bought a house. Right. I had to pay a mortgage. I had bills. I had a car. I think one of the biggest mistakes people make when they go into entrepreneurship is they don't create their own personal profit and loss statement. Mm. We get taught that in business, right? If you're a manager in any company yep. or in any division, they give you a spreadsheet, profit and loss. loss. You need to tell me what you spent on advertising. What yep. did you spend on, on payroll? What did you, you know what I mean? You have to be able to tell the figures and, and what's your, what's your gross profit and what's your net profit. Yep. The question is as an entrepreneur, have you done that for yourself and your household and your business? Right. And if you see that you're at a negative and you're realizing, Oh, the funding I need for that rent space is coming from my full-time job. Then, you know, it's not time to quit. Hmm. Right. Right. I knew that the funding for the plane ticket to the conference needed to come from the full-time job because the, the entrepreneur experience hadn't created that yet. Hey, but not just a conference because, you know, it's one thing to go where you can be inspired or you can learn from others, uh, depending on the genre or, or yeah. the old company you're in. You had to travel to basically go being in a B2B, a business to business space. And sometimes to call, to go out and, and, and share the product. Yeah. Service so in my, you yeah, like you're right. You're right. In my situation, I had to spend money to make money. You exactly. Yep. Yeah. Had to spend money so before money. I had a profit, I had to, you know, I had to pay for people to eat. 
Right, yeah. right, right. In order to to, to show a yeah, profit, doing, doing a lunch and learn, doing right. a lunch and learn. Right. right. Yeah. Well, you, you remember that conversation, yeah. December twenty nineteen? I remember it. Uh, man. So, no, share that conversation, yeah. man. Y'all <laughs> yeah, talking to you, talking all around me. Like, I, I, you, you do not have that conversation with me like, or, or the people listening in. See how they treat me. So what was that conversation? So that month, I made about $200 in my entrepreneurship journey, but I spent about 1200 in lunch, products, um, uh, packages, supplies, pens, everything. I spent about $1,200. I made about 200 Call me still as I said, hey man, look, I ain't getting this business to lose money. I can hear you saying that back then too. Yep. <laughs> but here's the funny part. He had never told me that his month was going that bad. Because we could have had the conversation earlier. Right. right. This was probably two days before Christmas. I was like, hey, I ain't getting this business to lose money. And he said, um, what you mean? I told him, he said, Oh, well, you ain't lose it, you just invested it. He said, people invest thousands, you know, to make forty thousand a year with a college degree. He said, so you didn't lose anything. You invested it. But then the coaching came out. The mentorship went to the side. That was the mentorship. Then the coaching came out. He was like, yeah, now this is why you can't leave your job because you had the money to actually invest in your business. But then the next month, I made $5,000. So you went from two hundred to 5000 200 to five grand the next month. But it was the, the mentorship that kept me in the game, but it was the coaching that got me on the right track. Good stuff. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, it was also the month that we, when when you told me the situation, I was like, "Let's figure out what you're doing wrong. wrong." Yep. And we, all I told you to do was stop telling my stories yep. and, and my start mind. telling yours. So he was such a good student. His presentation was actually <laughs> my presentation. <laughs> my first presentation was, "Hey, my name is Alistair." <laughs> <Ellis."> he said, <laughs> said no, "That is not my name." <laughs> <laughs> he was that coachable, and I'm like, bro. I said, my, 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 my presentation is a blueprint, but it has to have your personal touch. It has to be your story. He and asked me seven times, how many times? Have you used the services? What did you use it for? How did it go? Well, have you used it again? What happened? How did it go? Have you used it? So, and he was like, well, that go your presentation. You did a whole presentation in, in 10 you minutes. Went through all the times that you use it and how yep. it worked for you. But you weren't transferring that belief to those who you were sharing it with. You were right. just using his stories. Yes. And you couldn't possibly transfer it the same way. At all. all right. I was messing it up. I was driving a Honda in the third lane hey, oh, with no yeah. median. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've, heard, I've, I've heard you butcher my story. Uh, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah your heard, first house. Yeah, it was, it was my third house, my first yeah. house. And I was like, bro, that's not what happened. That's not, <laughs> that is not what happened. Got people thinking I'm out here lying. Don't right. say that. Stuff is recorded. But again, I think... Yeah. For those who are listening, we can laugh now, obviously, at, right. at ourselves because we came out on the other side of entrepreneurship. They're, they're, I mean, every single day, people are, are becoming, by the thousands, becoming mm-hmm. entrepreneurs. And there are things that they need to know in order to, to know that when you're, when you're full-time, you eat what you kill. Yeah. Like, it's just that simple. You eat what you kill. Yeah. Meaning, if it's, if it's a rainy day and you don't like rainy days and you think you can just stay in the house... You know, I mean, unless you work from home and you can work from your computer, your phone, things like that. And most folks can. But if it's a face to face uh, type of business where a transaction has to be made mm-hmm. or if you just don't get out of bed or you're that ESPN head like I was back then. Right. You, you got to like folks tell me, you know, I don't sleep. Right. I'm always uh, no. 
well, neither do you. So I know. I'm on the phone with, with Martavis, and his son King is in his lap. It's two in the morning. Right? We're on the Zoom, going over the, the day's plan or next day or whatever. That's why I passed the ball to you. Exactly. <laughs> so I can you sleep. sleep. Exactly. So you can sleep. That's exactly what you did. The first conversation I had with Mr. Hughes, the very first conversation, I said, all right, man, yeah, I'm about to go to bed. He said, it's nine o'clock. No, no, no. This is a conversation where you said, I want to earn six figures. After you had already hit like, you know, over 50K part-time. Right. And you was like, look, I'm ready to go to six figures. No, this was before I hit 50K. Was it? Yes. You you changed my sleep habit. Oh, uh, sure. Yeah. Before I hit before 50. Then. It was before then. It was yes. before then. Before I replaced my income, you said, you're going to, it's 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 eight o'clock. What you mean you're going to bed? He was like, nah. nah and, and he threw a shot at you too. He said, this ain't B2B. <laughs> <laughs> I know you learned business of business from you, so. Yeah, we go to bed early, B2B, because we got to get, get up early. Y'all get up early, true story. Y'all definitely get up early. But I was man. like, wait, you putting your son to sleep at eight? You think you going to sleep too? Nah, man, you know, you ain't ready for this. You ain't ready for this. Yeah. And, uh, but then, now, King and I be on the phone, on Zoom with you at two o'clock in the man, morning. I'm falling asleep on Zoom. <laughs> King falling asleep, his son falling asleep like this on Zoom. I'm like, man, look at night. I'm, I'm out of here. But that's the mindset. And for some, it's definitely staying up later. It's getting up earlier. No matter what the, the business, no matter what the the uh, the journey is, is whatever you got to do. I mean, you know, we do affirmations in the morning. Mm-hmm. You got to have an accountability partner. I will say that. Uh, was, was And that's a whole other episode, how key that was to be able to have someone. I mean, you used to tell me, you know, Mr. Evans used to tell me as well as, as a mentee, but really a mentor. Man, if you, if you know you have the ability to go out and stand in front of someone and share a product or service that's going to generate for you, you know, in, in 15 minutes, you could generate a thousand dollars or 2000 or 3000, but you can make in a day, uh, what you used to make in two weeks, then why aren't you doing it? You have the time. It takes you 15 minutes. So I remember, you know, kind of not doing that. Yeah. And, um, and, and not that I do it now as much <laughs> as I probably should, because my thing is more mentoring others mm-hmm. to be able to do it. But you, you definitely forced me to think along those lines of what I needed to do more of uh, and excel at. And I, I would say for the entrepreneur, and then I'll let you guys close this out. Um, you know, that's key. Like, you got to know that you can generate it, that if it is to be, it's up to me. In our industry, if it is to be, it's also up to a large group of people. But I've never held on to that mindset because it was always me. I control it. Mm -hmm. I make it rain. I Mm -hmm. I make it a a great day. Like, I control all of it. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until I had that shift in thinking that everything changed. But even in your example of it is with a bunch of large people, but those large people follow your example. Mm -hmm. So you can have a bunch of large people doing nothing and still be broke. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Right? Because you didn't give them the proper example. So even in our system of network marketing and leverage, the leverage only comes when you do the work to where people understand that they have to do the work work. to where they now have enough other people doing the work to where you can now stop doing the work. Mm. Right. Right. But it starts off with your example. So you have to be that example. So for the person that's saying, I'm ready now, I'm ready to go out to entrepreneur, the question you need to ask yourself is, am I ready to be that example? Am I ready to put in the work? Am I ready to stay up late? Am I ready to get up early? Am I willing to learn? Am I really ready to listen to the tapes? Will I do 15 minutes of Jim Rohn every day and stop listening to the radio every day? Right? Will I turn off ESPN? Or, or will I pick the one hour that I can take a veg, take a relaxation break and watch it and realize that's the only time I will watch it? 
right? Those are the questions you have to ask yourself. If you're really, if you're really thinking about, hey, I really need to do something different. First of all, let me say to you, congratulations. Just like I told you, you can do it and you will be successful. But only if you decide, I am now ready to do what is required to be successful. Mm. You know he mad. He in the table and everything. He's like he, he talking passionate. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> because he's passionate. And, and he said tapes. So you know he been doing this a long time. <laughs> when you say tapes, it, it's, like, it's, it, but the frustration <laughs> part is the people that say they want it. Right. Right. Mm. And then they blame the mentor or the coach for not having success when you weren't willing to do the thing mm-hmm. that it took to do it. You have to decide, I'm ready to do the thing, whatever it is. Whether you join our business or you join any other business or you, I mean, trust me, there are people making money in every opportunity out there. They better say, what's the best opportunity? The best opportunity is the one that's best for you that you're actually going to do the thing. Mm. Right. Regardless of what that is, just realize no matter what it is, you're going to have to do the thing. Yeah. True, true. I think one thing that very that separates differentiates us from everything else you mentioned, you know, even having a large group of people and, you know, cause some folks are look at, at network marketing as, you know, a pyramid scheme or it being this, 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 and that. What I love about what we've done and I've done it for 23 years is it doesn't require you recruiting one person. No. Like you literally made a six figure income without recruiting a person, your income, your residual income is still six figures without someone else. Now, it's more than that because you've taught others how to duplicate that. Yeah. But if it was just you, and that's not true in 99% of the companies out there. Mm-hmm. And I'm just throwing a number out saying 99. I could be wrong. So allegedly 99. Yeah. All I know is most companies don't have. Yeah, we are we are different. We have a system have to where you can either teach people to sell or you can sell directly right? mm-hmm. and still make the same type of income. Which is, man, that's rare. Rare. And either model will give you access right. to that residual right. income. Right. Yep. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure that that was clear for folks who yep. who are looking. Because again, you got to find what's for you. You got to know what's for you. Any last words to our, our guy who's still working full time? But uh, <laughs> to, you know, what would you say to someone out there who's who's looking? And now that you've been able to earn a six figure income while still working full time. Yeah, and and when I when I think of entrepreneurship, I, I have to look at my wife, right? Um, who does social media management. She does um, business coaching, photography, even with a newborn at home, right? Um, I couldn't have done this without her. But I look at the example that she set for me this morning. I woke up, she and I went to uh, Starbucks and back home, everything. I, I get up at 6.30, 7 o'clock every morning. She's sitting in bed with a Starbucks cup. And I'm like, well, they deliver now? She was like, nah. But she was up at 3 o'clock that morning recording for her podcast. Wow. She was up at 4.30 this morning doing her uh, clients' work for their social media, planning it out. She woke up earlier because she know, hey, well, my son's going to wake up at 8 o'clock. So I need to wake up earlier so I can get it done because once he wakes up, he's going to take my attention. So I look at her example because she says, well, regardless of the time that this thing is going to give me, this thing being my my child at the moment, but for you, it may be a job. This job is going to require nine to five or maybe nine to seven, nine to eight for a lot of people. Are you willing to get up and what are you willing to do between six and nine and eight and twelve? I don't know where this notion of you got to sleep eight hours come from. And if I know if Miss Israel Wynn listened to this, she's going to be like, hey, look, you got to go to sleep eight hours. But I have no idea where that notion come from. Like, 
I sleep probably four hours a night and I, I feel good. You feel good now, man. You're like 30. So you feel yeah. good now. Yeah. 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 He's young. So everybody else, you're like, 53. Yeah. You, you get your sleep, yeah, bro. Yeah. I, 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 I'm still hanging yeah, on to a thread in these 40s. But, uh, but yeah, I, I realize yeah. I, I still don't sleep like I probably should. And I never really did. But um, you find time. Yeah. Um, but I have you have the time. And that's the beauty of it is having yeah. the time to be able to do it. So shout mm-hmm. out to Keisha. I know yeah. the success she's, she's creating there. Uh, and it's 24 day. hours in a day. It is. It, it won't it change. It is. Regardless. It'll never change. I will say this, and, and as we close, is if you're on that run, when you're making that run in that transition, yes, you may have to give up sleep. No, not may. You most likely <laughs> will give up sleep. If you, uh, whatever it is, you, you're going to you know, have to sacrifice some of that time uh, in order to get there. Short-term pain for long-term gain. But mm. I, what I can assure you is it's worth it. Because I know, I don't know how many vacations we've all been on together but one thing that used to always get to me is that most of my, my boys my friends the people i really wanted to hang out with we could never all get our schedules on the same yeah. path where we could all you know go away together i mean we've probably been on 20 vacations at, at least, least. Right? <laughs> at, together like all over the world yeah at somebody yeah. else's expense at, that's someone else <laughs> paid for right that the, that our, the company, company paid for yeah, yeah. yeah i've had 35 all expense paid vacations and, and you being new uh, to the company, you've already had two, several, yeah. yeah, two, two to three, three uh, right? Yeah. Well, you and you and then you get to travel whenever you want, right? On the other stuff too, yeah. so and they pay for it. Yeah, that's yeah. a beautiful thing. So, right. so whatever it is, I'm telling you, look at at it on both sides. Look at where you are. Look at where you're going. And look at what's going to come from it. So, look, I appreciate you guys. It's just a, another discussion here uh, with the We Won't Quit podcast. Uh, just remember, the only way you can fail is to quit, but it is impossible to stop a man or woman who will not quit. Alistair Edwards, Martavis Hillman. Appreciate you, brothers, as always. And as always, who's buying lunch today? <laughs> they pointed at me, so I guess it's on me. All right, y'all take care. Mr. Y'all we push. won't quit. Don't right. quit. Don't lunch quit lunch lunch <laughs> I'm out. We out. <laughs> Hey family, did you know that the things you say to yourself about yourself would eventually determine who you attract and even what you attract for ourselves? You know, want to know where I learned that? I learned that from listening to the Self-Talk Experience podcast. Look, I'm excited because some of my mentors, Donnell and Tracy Self, have started a podcast that is exploding simply because they're shifting the way people think. I've been blessed to know this couple for about 25 years, and there's no way I would have went from mailman to millionaire if it wasn't for this couple. Look, I've watched them personally help dozens of individuals earn a seven-figure income, but I've also watched them help thousands of people shift the way they think inside of their family, inside of their marriage, inside of their household, inside of their, their job, inside of their career, and change lives. And now, for free, you get a chance to experience what many have paid tens of thousands of dollars to experience. Go watch the Self-Talk Experience podcast. I promise you, your life will never be the same.